This is a HeadGum Podcast. I knew the Golden Globes were coming up, and I had no fucking idea that they were today, so I'm, like, really excited. You know, the awards, they just pop up on us randomly. I, I just thought we were going to do this today, and then, like, I don't know what else we were planning on doing, but now I'm like, all right, do this, watch the Globes. I don't even know, like, who's nominated for anything. I love that, you know, West Coast, you know, is on really early. That's Yeah, what, what is it, 5 p.m.? Yeah, it's at 5. Fuck yeah. I am here for that. That is one of the best parts about moving to the West Coast. <laughs> I would highly recommend just for that reason alone. Just do it. <laughs> uh, this is Coffee with Rachel. I'm Rachel. I'm Chris. And today we are drinking a very important blend of coffee. Yes, this has ties. I love that you're using somebody. the Guy Fieri like chip clip. Oh my god, yeah. On this coffee. This is fantastic. It's neon pink. It looks beautiful. It's very like Ed Hardy meets culinary genius. <laughs> So, we got this blend actually from two different people. We got it from Hannah and Nicole. So, thanks. So thank Great you minds very much. think alike, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a Boca Java's uh, Welcome to Stars Hollow blend. Mm-hmm. It's Autumn Festival. There's like 17,000 different names Apparently for this. Apparently, like... there's different ones. Okay. There's like a Luke's Diner one, and there's oh. like, I don't know what else, but. I'd be interested. Like, the Autumn Festival, what if there's, like, the Spring Fling, or the Lazy Dance. Hazy Brazy Days of Summer? <laughs> what if that was the whole coffee? Uh, it says, pumpkin spice and everything nice. Coffee with a sweet, enticing flavor of a heartfelt holiday favorite, pumpkin pie, so... I thought you were going to say a hearty pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically just pumpkin spice, but yeah. it's fucking good. She's good. Yeah. Haven't had pumpkin spice in a little bit, actually. If I this mean, is what Star's Hollow tastes like, then I'm here for it. Yeah. In between this and then my mom, like, when she sent over, like, a million bags of Wawa, she sent a pumpkin spice Wawa one as well, like... We're very East Coast with it. our coffee right now. Yeah, squeezy is trying to play with some crystals over there. (laughs) Yeah, Squeezy set an intention on them. Yes, beautiful squan. So I guess I'll do the coffee fact, you know, while we're in this area. Give us the knowledge. We need to know. So the term cup of joe. Yes. That's from uh, the soldiers in World War II were known as G.I. Joes, and they drank a lot of coffee. Interesting. And so it just became a cup of joe. It's that recent in our history that yeah. we say that? I've always thought it was, like, the age-old question. I still get fucked up. Who is Joe? That we only added, um, in God we trust to our money in, like, the 60s. Oh, my God. Yeah. That, that's annoying. That always, like, throws me. Why? How did that happen? Because it was during the time when, ironically, we were afraid of communism from Russia and uh, so we added that on there to like you know just be like a giant fuck you meanwhile i read that there was a time in the last like month where vladimir putin was pulling higher in like the americans like public opinion than obama yeah just let that fucking sink in like people i think are genuinely like russia whatever bitch they got those white russian drinks like they don't give a shit I just don't understand, like, I was just thinking about it, like, sure, Obama maybe didn't get to do as much as he fucking wanted to, but it's not really his fault, it's, like, you know, just politics' fault, but, like, he did a lot. There were so many things that he wanted to do that, like, the fucking House of Representatives and everything, like, didn't let him complete. Yeah, so it's not completely his fault, but, like, you know, I don't know where people were saying that, like, we're worse off, because, like, in the eight years, we are, like, 
really lowered our unemployment rate. Millions and millions. It was two million jobs were created in 2016 because of Yeah, him. I feel like we started off in like getting close to like double digit percentages for unemployment and now we're at like four point something, I believe. Yeah. So like we're at that, like the economy's doing good, you know, we have the health care and everything. Like, that they're and, trying to get rid of. And like, but keep the best parts of it. He took us from a recession that was the worst thing since the Great Depression and then fucking brought us back up to a point where we're doing pretty okay. What's wild to me is the people that voted for Trump because they were like, oh yeah, like we want him to change Obamacare or repeal it entirely. And now they're all complaining that they're going to lose their health coverage. Yeah, And I'm like, why the fuck did you do this to yourself? Why would you want this to happen? Like that's probably one of the number one things I'm most nervous about. I don't know what he's going to do. But at the same time, I know it's going to take a very long time for him to get anything finished. And he's not going to be able to like just completely throw it out, I don't think. Like, you know, after all of the time and resources that were spent on making that all up and setting up this whole infrastructure of shit, like... But, you know, let's not talk about fucking politics, because that's not what I'm here for today. Let's talk about the fact that Cars 3 is going to be about millennials. Oh my god, stop! <laughs> because this Moving really... Moving on to more pressing issues. <laughs> this really razzled my jimmies, let's just say. Razzmatazz. Ashley. Yeah, so I think now we have to. I've only seen Cars 1. You haven't seen any of them. I don't even think them. Life is a Highway and I didn't drive there. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we, now we have to watch them just so we can see Cars 3 because it's supposed to be about the fact that Lightning McQueen... He's the old man. He, he's the, like, the red car that's the fucking main star of the first two. Classic and, like, red. he's getting old. He has, like, a fucking accident. You know, that traumatic-ass fucking teaser. Yeah. Like... And now there's, like, some new dude in town who's voiced by Army Hammer. Shut the fuck up. And he's, like, the hot millennial new car on the block that they described in quotes as, like, thinks the world is owed to him. Uh, Typical millennials, like, entitled fuckos. They just want to be able to afford groceries and to maybe buy a house eventually. It's crazy. I want to see this now just to shit on it, because I know it's going to be that stupid mentality about millennials. Who tells us that we should go do it? Let's do it. (laughs) Who tells us that we should go do it? I don't know. Squeezy just stuck his face into A candle. He's fantastic. Thank God. That's not lit, Squeezy. Um, He's lit. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But yeah, I think we should go and see it. We don't really like to spend money on things that are not going to benefit us, but if we can get a podcast out of it, I mean, fuck. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's only been one movie we walked out of so far, and it was The Amazing Spider-Man. I walked out of The Mummy when I was little because I was too scared of those Beatles. Oh, that's different. That is different. Oh, those Beatles, huh? Oh, Can't I look know. at Brendan Fraser the same way after watching uh, the, the affair. affair. The affair has completely ruined Brendan Fraser for me. Also, so the main guy on the affair, Noah Solway, that we Dominic West. Yeah, know we didn't even name, know his no. name. Know his name. Um, we always say that we don't know how we would be able to watch anything else that he's been in because Noah Solway is like. I can't fucking stand this character. Yeah, and he's really good at acting his character. So good. So we've been on a quest recently. This is something that we wanted to talk about today anyway, but we have, like, no shows that we're interested in starting up that we haven't already seen. We've pretty much watched everything that we had an interest in. Yeah, and everything else is just, like, the Marvel 
stuff that I'm just like, there's so much happening there that I don't even know if I want to get involved. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, there's too much, and they're all interconnected, which is why I'm kind of sad to see that, like, Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be wrapped into it, because, like... When I saw it, was Tony Stark in that fucking trailer, wasn't no, he? No, that was for Spider-Man. Oh, yes. I don't know what's going on, honestly. Yeah. There's, there's so much crossover. I need a wiki, and it's it's You need, like, much. a college course on this shit right now? Yeah, I'm fine without it. But anyway, to get back to Dominic West, like, finish that thought. <laughs> right, so we're trying to find a fucking TV show that we're interested in, and everybody says The Wire is, like, one of the greatest television shows of all time, next to, like, The Sopranos, and, yeah. like, you know... And I've heard The Wire be tossed around a million times, and the premise of it all seems very interesting. We just never realized that it's the main star is Noah Soloway, a.k.a. Dominic West. Yeah. And so we watched, like, the first episode, and I was like, damn, this accent. Because he does, like, a New York accent on The Affair. Yeah. And this, he's doing, like, a Baltimore. And, like, I'm not from Baltimore, so I don't really know. The oh, I was, like, packed, you know? Like, that's all I know. Like. Yeah, I don't know anything, honestly. So, it could be very accurate. It could not be, but whatever. Either way, I had no idea that he's actually English. What? That man is really good at playing an American. I would have never... You know how sometimes, like, even if their accent is good, just from, like, the way that they, like, carry themselves, you're like, that's definitely a British guy. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I get No you. fucking idea. I would have never guessed it in a million years. He's a good actor. I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's like, probably a really nice person. <laughs> it's really just this character of Noah that has, like, soured me. But hey, that's when you know they're a good actor if you, like, really fucking, like, have this... Umbridge. Yeah. It's yeah. so good. But yeah, we're going to... Try and start The Wire because uh, we've been looking around, a shameless plug, Amazon Video now has like all HBO shows like available for Prime basically. Yeah. So we finished watching Westworld, which... Um, I loved it. Yeah, that was fantastic. And People were telling me that like they couldn't get through it because it was so depressing and I'm like, that's what I'm here for. Like, I like my bed, shows to be really dark. Dexter's if they didn't ruin it. <laughs> oh yeah, Dexter I can't go back and watch just because I remember that LaGuerta literally meant nothing yeah. to them even though she meant everything to me. I, every time when There's we, so like, many other problems. When we finish right? a show we're like oh, we should watch that and then we're like but wait, no, that's what they. we know how they end it and then we're like nah, we can't watch that knowing how it ends. Like, like I could rewatch Lost any time of the day. Yeah. Um, Mad Men, because that's always going to be, like, in a time capsule for me, because it's just the 60s, so it doesn't have to, it can't age, like, it's perfect. Yes. Breaking Bad, we have not watched twice, and I would like to, but I just know that, like, I get really squeamish about, like, the first season, because I'm not, like, into, like, all the drug use, honestly. Yeah, it just, like kind of sucks we but just... like at least that one it makes sense like when he was doing so many drugs in mr robot i was i was just annoyed i was like why yeah. <laughs> can we not deal with this because <laughs> breaking bad you're like all right i'm signing up to watch a show about drugs yes like, exactly and we haven't watched narcos which a lot of people tell us to watch i just don't know if i want to watch an entire show about cocaine mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i'm sure there's more to it than that but oh, like yeah, i just definitely. hate cocaine so much that i'm like i don't know if i really want to fucking watch this yeah we finished downton abbey and then we watched westboro which is only one season of so it's not like that much to catch up on downton abbey left a hole in my heart yeah that was another one of those shows it's just like it's timeless because it's a fucking period piece, i think so we like... should watch masters of sex honestly oh yeah that's because that's that another we... period one that we just like haven't done and we hear it's very good yeah and it's up my alley i feel one thing that we did try to watch was the magicians well i was fucking told 
on like I was reading different reviews of it and everything and everyone was saying that it was you know basically the CW vibe for Harry Potter but less about being in school and learning but it's taking place like at a wizarding school and there's like just like a similar vibe and I was like okay let's give it a shot it's getting good reviews. The first season was on Netflix so we were like okay. Yeah. It's a sci-fi show, right? Yes. Yeah, Who knew sci-fi was such a trash network? Like their shows are so bad. Like, yeah, they're all. I mean, they're the ones that brought us the joy that is Sharknado. So I mean, it's like, why are their graphics so bad when they're the sci-fi channel? Like, I know they should be better at graphics. I don't know why sci-fi can't do like really good like graphics. I'd say like, I don't know what's happening over there, but it's a show that's based off a book. So when you're watching this show. I can tell that, like, the book would probably be a lot better, and a lot of things would be explained, because I just remember watching the Harry Potter movies without reading it, and I was like, what the fuck is happening? Why is this bird crying? (laughs) This first episode was probably, like, seven chapters of this book where they give you exposition and, like... A yeah. world building and stuff like that. So I feel bad for the the people that read the book that loved it because I'm sure they're probably like, ew. Or they like it because they get where it's supposed to be. Because, you know, a lot of people still love the Harry Potter movies even though they're yeah, I still like cut them, a lot of the though, book out. Yeah. But they still do a pretty damn good job. Like, there's been book-to-movie adaptations that have been so terrible. Like, mm-hmm. let's not even go there. <laughs> but, yeah, so we've just kind of been like, moving around trying to find a new thing to start we don't really feel like doing game of thrones because we got like three seasons in and i just don't know if i want to commit to the rest of it but i know people want us to i don't know man and like there's other shows that i'm interested in for certain reasons like i kind of want to watch crazy ex-girlfriend just for the bi representation but like it's not that's not the vibe of a show i'm trying to watch like i want another like drama like something Dark make me think and, and it's yeah, up, you it's know? gonna have me asking a lot of questions. Yeah, something that I can speculate about. Like that's why I liked Westworld, but it was too yeah. short. You Westworld know? was fucking Stranger Things, stuff like that. I saw I mean, that Westworld was like they said that like it could be 2017 that it comes back, not 2018. Like they, I hope so. They, uh, I guess it's just basically based off of like how popular and how much like apparently it takes a lot to film that show. Well, so, like, I bet. Yeah, there's so much going on. Sci-fi should honestly hire whoever did the graphics <laughs> because that it was fucking beautiful oh my god if you guys haven't watched it yet like it definitely lives up to its hype like that's the thing that i have not been disappointed by a lot of things that had a huge hype train recently yeah. stranger things westworld okay those are like, the only two yeah, things that's I could, the two things I could but think like, like usually i'm like oh, i don't know <laughs> and it's not like as good as i thought you know so i like to wait it out a little bit because we were like people were talking really highly about the oa and then like as a people... week later people were like yeah actually it gets really bad after the first episode yeah. <laughs> so now i'm like i don't know what to do with that one but yeah. i kind of want to watch it because it still seems interesting and who knows uh, we're just in a show hole i just think of that fucking commercial you know what i mean (laughs) so if you guys have any recommendations going off of our favorite shows which are like mad men lost westworld i would honestly put up there stranger things gilmore girls is like totally not like anything else we watch like there's comedies too that we're not like trying to find a comedy right now because like we were like hmm maybe we should actually see why the fuck veep has seven thousand awards yeah watch that i just don't know or like i've never even seen 30 rock yeah. But I don't know if I want to do it. Because, like, we like that 70s show and Parks, Parks and Rec. Rec. Yeah. Oh, Parks and Rec. I know. Such a I, That's another classic. one I'll be able to rewatch. 
People forever. were watching that in the office the other day. Like, oh, really? Yeah, just playing. Well, clips. they're catching up because they're 2017 was like the last year that they had on that show. Oh my so god, really? There's things that they're predicting that oh my are. God, I love that. You know, it would be funny to watch that again. <laughs> and I can always be down for that 70 show. It's kind of like it's kind of like Mad Men. Just get John, but just Hamm. because it's a period, you know, and that. Just yeah. get John Hamm to be on like a Parks and Rec like reboot, you know? Because he was on Kimmy there. Schmidt for like a hot minute. I need more John Hamm in comedy roles. Okay? Exactly, that's what I want. I need like a just a comedy show Instead that's starring of... him <laughs> and like who's like the funniest woman we know. I mean, fuck. I don't There's know. so I mean, many. Like funny if it was women. Amy Poehler, like honestly, I'd love that. Like, well, they're good friends, I believe. Yeah. So that'd be funny. Instead, John Hamm's got like this fucking like action movie like a comedy action movie that's oh really out or was coming out i don't fucking know mm-hmm. it's like him like there's like these this family that moves in next door to like a secret service family he's like the secret service man and he's married to like a secret service woman and they like oh. wrap up their neighbors in like some big old plot and like so he's just like this like it's supposed sur- to be a comedy though yeah it's like a like the other family that moves in, they're like really like dowdy and gullible and stuff, and so oh, okay. you know what I mean. I guess you know I'd have I'm to saying? see the trailer of it. Honestly, it didn't look like it was going to be a very good movie. Hey, Coffee Pot, how you doing? <laughs> that bingo board, you know <laughs> what? Someone should make an updated Coffee with Rachel bingo board. It's like, oh my god, I remember that. I can't think of like what we've been doing lately. That's annoying, but we should do it. <laughs> that and then there was also that quiz. Oh yeah, that was on my um. Like, like not time hopper like whatever it reminded me of because facebook I, yeah and i saw that and i was like i should retake oh my this god throw back to time hop i haven't had that downloaded in forever that app just stressed me out i was like i don't need this yeah i don't need to be looking in the past i'm gonna look towards the future <laughs> yeah well to that vein something that i'm doing this year and that i've done for the what 2017's only been like a week so far <laughs> so woo. speaking of which if you hear me i'm just, sorry to interrupt but if you hear me sniffling or anything it's because i'm fucking sick right now or at least halfway on my way i don't know what my body's doing but it could just stop yeah it could fuck off and hopefully it doesn't come to me <laughs> yeah but it's probably going to um but yeah so something that i've been looking to practice in 2017 is not creeping on people that like either wronged you you don't like yeah. you're not friends with anymore family members like just people that are part of your past essentially like it's so easy to be like people that have wronged you or like you had a falling out with or, or you just like don't that. like you know yeah, to just creep on them and be like huh look at them they went to burger king yeah. i don't know but like, then like you start just like subconsciously like comparing yourself your life to, yeah. and it's like what are you doing yeah you could have a lot more productive time than yeah doing that kind of thing so yeah, i do that too and like i'm cutting down as well like. yeah and so i would just re- recommend like especially there's like there's a whole thing where like you keep following people that like you don't like yeah you don't have to if you don't want them to know you can always mute i have so many people muted that yeah. i don't feel comfortable like unfollowing i guess exactly. fully and that's just like because like i'm technically still a part of like the whole like social media like industry and so part of it is almost like coworkers and it just like yeah, you know you. whatever but at the same time like stop filling your feed with people that piss you off you like know, you, you don't need YouTubers to do that. say all the time like you know if you don't like what I show you or whatever, like, like you don't, unsubscribe yeah, or whatever. Unsubscribe. You don't have to watch the stuff, and like it's basically kind of that mentality. Like, yeah, like there's people on YouTube that like you know I watch and I don't like their videos. You know what I mean? And yeah. then I'm like, what am I doing? 
Why? Why would I go out of my way to like, oh my god, like some of these like anti-feminist videos and stuff? Like you yeah. get yourself in a hole and you're like, why am I even here? This isn't worth my time. Why am I giving them money also? That's a little different because it could be like, you know, you're kind of getting what the other side thinks. I know. know. I'm not I'm not here to be like, oh my god, live yourself in a fucking Bubble. echo chamber. Chamba. Chamba. <laughs> but like at the same time you can also take the care to even just make like a twitter list of people that you know you do really enjoy following just so that you can look at that because like your social media feeds don't have to just be other people with like hateful opinions about yeah. the way that you live your life just for the sake of not being in an echo chamber like yeah you know what i mean like i take the time to read the news and some of the news that i'm reading is from conservative outlets and i like to read it because i'm like what's what are they being fed over here <laughs> like what is fox news telling everyone you know and i like to see it but like it's not the same as like me following on twitter mm-hmm. someone that you know, hates gay people. Like, I don't need that, you know? That's not living in an echo chamber. That's literally me being like, I don't need that (laughs) in my life. So we're just kind of, like, trying to not make some positive changes, you know, not fill with, like, doing things that are, like, have negative associations. There's nothing good about doing that. That's literally, like, a bad habit. Like, spend that time reading a chapter of a book that you like or doing a hobby or a craft. That's another thing I'm trying to do more is, like, I feel guilty when I do crafts or hobbies or anything that I'm passionate about, playing guitar, like, just singing, because I'm like, I can't earn money off of this shit. Like, it's not benefiting me financially. But, like, you need to spend time on your passions and your hobbies, even if they are things that are just, like, stuff you enjoy and there's no other use for them. But in a way, like, it does in a roundabout way, like, help you, like, financially or, what, like, through helping you through, like, your things that you need to do in life because, like, it's making you happy. And, and then I'm not spending my money on food. Well, well that too. <laughs> that but I then, like, eat. when you're happier, then, like, you're more motivated to get things done. So, like, you know, yeah, you need true. to have the time to, like, just go into the things that you like you know like my full day feels great when i like go to work and then when i'm done i can do one of my hobbies and then i'm like wow i had time to read i had time to do a little palmer clay action i had a little Mm -hmm. time to play guitar or something play sims or a video game or whatever and i'd worked or whatever it's just like you need to have a more well-balanced day and i haven't done that since like college kind of fucked that up for me because you don't have time for hobbies in college yeah I'm kind of of the trying to do the whole uh, work to live, not live to work mentality. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I'm finding that like it is important to be passionate about what you work doing. Yeah, like my job right now, I enjoy it. Like, yeah, it's, it's a good job. Like, I enjoy it, but I'm trying to not like just get uh, all of your jollies. From yeah, work. live to work. Like, I want to yeah. you know have my passions and stuff like that. That's why I'm always kind of like. I like now that, like, I'm not doing YouTube, that I have separate passions that have nothing to do with my job. Yeah. Because I feel like YouTube was kind of, like, the passion that was the job, and you're talking about things you're passionate about, and then ultimately yeah. I it sucked Everything, the happiness out of it yeah. for me, because it was, like, all of my passion was my work, and then I just wasn't enjoying mm-hmm. it. I don't know if it would actually end up being this way or not, but, like, I was thinking about, like, yeah, I want to go back to school, get, like, computer programming degree, whatever, and then, like... I do, too. It'd be so cool to, like, uh, make video games, but then I'm like, but do I want to 
do that? Do I want to make that like my job? But I also feel like if it was video games, like if I was making them, like it still it wouldn't kill that thing for me. You know no. what I mean? Like, and if I ever do plan to open up an Etsy store where I am selling some of the art that I'm making, like I can't imagine it's it's different because you're like you're making what you want to make and you're listing it and you're making the video game that you want to play. Yeah, yeah, and you're yeah, putting yeah, yeah. it out there. So, um, but damn, yeah, making a video game would probably be really stressful. <laughs> yeah, that another whole reason why I wouldn't want to do this because they get worked ridiculous hours. Like it's yeah. fucking like to the bone, kind of fucking to work. my bone. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I just think like you got to spend more time doing your like that's the self care that I care about. Not like oh, drink peppermint tea. Like I mean, yeah, if it helps you out, like yeah. But like also self care is. Getting out of bed, putting on clothing so you feel put together, making sure you wash yourself when you're getting to that point where, like, you're so depressed that you're not showering. Like, have that shower. Take the time to do a task or a hobby or a passion that brings you joy that you can focus your mind on. Like, reading, like, you know, reading for me literally saved my life when I was still living at home. Mm -hmm. And that's why I have such a... Like, why I'm so upset about not being able to get my books, honestly. Because they were so important to me. They were, yeah. like, my most prized possession and ever. Now, that's why, like, one of the things I want to do really soon, actually, is, like, we're going to get a bookshelf. So that way... our bookshelf right now is not a real bookshelf. Yeah, and it's... <laughs> one, it's just annoying the books fall off of it all the time. But two, like, I want to have a bookshelf. It's, like, a goal. Fill this up with books. That's the one thing. I'll still buy physical. I'm not buying fucking digital e-books because they I They hurt just, my eyes. I don't care. And I just, like the physical goddamn books but like just to fill that up get a big collection again like that would just be really really nice and like i right now i'm just loving reading so much again and it you know had been something that i loved so much growing up and then college happened and i just like didn't have the time for it anymore and now i'm back in it i'm like yes obviously like just with life to get your mind off your life to get in somebody else's you know harry potter's life arguably sucks a lot more than mine <laughs> okay like let's be fucking honest so it's great we don't have like as much time to read as you know we did as kids but like oh, you yeah. know it's still nice weekends bitch yeah and like we've been doing every single night before bed which is like what we both used to do as kids was... except i would be up until like five in the morning yeah because <laughs> i'd finish the whole book in one day <laughs> yeah it's God. been great, you know? Mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. <laughs> I don't, like, every time, like, someone would tell me growing up, like, that they didn't like reading, I just could not get it. I'm like, why, though? It's just so great, and there's, like, unlimited things that you can learn and experience. It's just, I mean, video games, like, I used to be like, oh my god, you play video games, but you don't read. But now I'm understanding that video games can be as, you know, world-building as a book can be. Yeah, because there's storylines and everything. I'm not here telling you that, like, Call of Duty is equivalent to reading a no, book. No, no, Call of Duty is, like, you know... Like a story game. Yeah, I get what you're saying. But, yeah. Well, I guess with that, let's uh, get into some questions. Yeah. But uh, before we do, let's talk a little bit about today's sponsor. Yeah, so we are sponsored today by HelloFresh, which is a food meal prep delivery service where they send you different recipes and all of the ingredients to make the different recipes and it's supposed to be for like beginners or you're like having someone over as like a date and you want to like whip up something fancy and be like look at this shallot pitch you know yeah it's really really nice because like one you get things delivered to your door two you get 
you get some new recipes. Like, you get a card that's got all the steps, all the things that you need to do. And so and you, you can just keep that in yeah, your Yeah, they're pantry. nice little, like, thick stock cards that, like, you can just keep a whole new book of recipes. And it's also, like, you get just the perfect amount of ingredients that you need. There's also, like, so you can have, like, the regular boxes to two people, basically, or there's family boxes that are more for, like, four people. Yeah, and when we did it, we did the vegetarian recipes only. Yeah. And they, they were, were really good. Yeah, they were really fucking great. I think there's, I don't remember which recipe it was, but we've made some of them again after the fact. Like, yeah, that, definitely that, like, pasta salad that had. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was really good. Oh, that was really fucking great. But, yeah, it's just a cool service. So, as always, we've got a great deal for you guys, so you can try out HelloFresh for yourself. So if you go to HelloFresh.com and you use the code CWC35, that's like the number 35 not spelled out, uh, you get $35 off of your first week of deliveries. Lit. So it's definitely something we highly recommend. Uh, I would definitely It's just cool. To- like, if you're having people stay over, you could literally just get it for that week and be like, look at how great of a chef I am. Yeah, if you want to just learn a random new recipe, kind of get, like, a surprise in your life. Like, ooh, what's this going to be? Not think about what meal you're going to make tonight because you've got a box waiting for you at yeah. home. It's a great thing. So, again, just go to HelloFresh.com and use code CWC35 for $35 off your first week of deliveries. Okay, beach bunches, bencheroonies, bapos, whatever we want to call you. That's uh, the Patreon benches at patreon.com slash coffee with Rachel if you want to help support the show. But uh, you guys get the first question privilege. And so first one's from Sylvia who said, hey, Chris and Rachel. I don't know. Hey, uh, what did I do? Uh, do you have, do you two have a meal prep day during the week? And yeah, we definitely, we, we don't have like a set day. Like it's like, we're trying to have like Mondays. Let's do meal preps on that day. But we kind of just pick one day where we're basically chopping vegetables. That's the main thing. Cooking things like quinoa, quinoa, rice, pasta, you know, anything like that takes time. Yeah. But it's usually making anything in the crock pot. Ah, uh, yeah. If Crock-Pot would Get a then... fucking Crock-Pot, honestly. Yeah, and then you just Life have the leftovers. Shit. I low-key want, like, a rice cooker, but... Oh, someone was telling me that there's a way that you can cook lentils very fast using one of those digital, like, pressure cookers. Ooh. And you can get one on, like, Amazon or something, so I'm like... Just all the kitchen gadgets. Just want every single one of them. <laughs> I'm gonna be the gray image in a infomercial for, like, a magic bullet where I have all the appliances. <laughs> Hoarders Kitchen Appliance Edition. I know we we really have like none, but <laughs> like it's fine. <laughs> Alicia has asked, "Yo, if you could be any sea creature, uh, what would you be and why?" They said, "Real or mythological?" Oh my god! Well, a mermaid. If we're going mythological, let's be real. <laughs> Siren. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I want to kill men. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, oh my god! But apparently, they're coming out with like a movie that's like a mermaid that like is like that. You know what I mean? Like a dark I love siren. The movie. Siren kind of shit going Me, on right now. I'm so here for it. Yeah. Um, um, but I would say I would love to be a just ooh. a beautiful barnacle, just <laughs> on the side of a rock, just chilling i want to be i would say just like a nautilus just tooting my way through the water bouncing off things i love (laughs) not a lie not to don't lie not a lie (laughs) ew stop get out of here (laughs) and sabrina has asked are there any mental health books shows documentaries or podcasts you would recommend to someone struggling with depression is it bad that i don't have any 
that I, I listen to I, or anything. I don't think it is, you know? I, I haven't watched any documentaries. I mean, if anything, I would say the only thing that comes to mind is Katie Morton's YouTube channel because she's an actual professional therapist. Yeah. And she, it's, she's not, like, going to tell you how to, like... You know, she's kind of like debunking myths about therapy. It's very educational. It's like, here's a very plain, oh my God, Siri thinks I'm talking to her right now. It's a very plain, like, educational look at, like, okay, so here's like a disorder, here's the explanation for it, and like, et cetera. And also, like, how to tell, like, if you're having a bad therapist, and like, just things like that. Like, I really like her channel for being an educational source for mental health, but like, she's not out here trying to give you advice on things. Because honestly, I just wouldn't recommend, like, even, like, that's why I feel sometimes uncomfortable, like, answering questions about, like, because, you know, you guys know that I suffer with PTSD and depression and anxiety, and, like, I even feel uncomfortable talking about it at times, not because I don't want to share, but because my experience is so different from other people's, because we're all different, and I'm not a fucking professional, and I have no, like, reason to give advice because, just because I've experienced something, like, I can talk about it on my personal experience and you can just take anything of what i'm saying and like if you can relate to certain things and like that's cool but yeah obviously i can't tell you how to treat it because i'm not your doctor and i'm not your therapist that's the number one thing it's just like we'll always say in any situation any question that we ever answer about any sort of like mental illness is like you know if you can see a therapist because do it yeah we don't want to give you any information it can be dangerous and that's why like i probably don't listen to a lot of things podcasts or otherwise i mean i'm sure there are podcasts out there that are are from professionals so maybe i should be looking into them but like not talking about like things that are like you know asmr or something like that things that like are calming or like there's probably like soothing soothing podcasts or like things like that you know that's different that's different this is like i'm talking about like people telling you like how to treat mental health problems like don't I don't know if I would really trust a lot of, like, just random people online, like, unless they have, like, a medical, like, professional background. Which so. is Katie Morton. She does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, that's what I'm into. I haven't really read a self-help book in a very long time. I think, like, I get the whole idea of self-help books, but I find that, like, if I'm going to read a book, I'd rather, like, get my mind off my problems and mm-hmm. read about something else like that and get the help from the professional and not, like, the person telling me, like, how to just... Yeah, it's, 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 it's really—it's just a per such a personal thing that in every literally in this type of case, it's not like having a broken leg where like you can be fucking. You can web MD that bitch. Yeah, and you, like kind of know. Everybody's brain is different. Everybody's life is different. Experiences are different. Yeah. so it's going to affect people in different ways, which is why I guess it's probably so hard for a lot of people to comprehend sometimes, like what's really going on with anxiety and depression, because like it can be manifest differently it could come from different places it's like it's very just because i'm always recommended like subreddits for people with parents that or upbringing similar to mine and i guess i just never go there and i don't know why it is because i genuinely don't have any friends in my personal life that don't speak to their family members and you know have been abused or anything so i'm like Maybe I should be kind of involving myself in more, like, groups like this. Yeah. But I, I don't know why. I just don't. I just go to my therapist. <laughs> I don't know. I That's just what has been working for me. And yeah, it's what I feel the most comfortable doing, mm-hmm. you know? Okay, so I have a question that kind of ties in, but it's, Rachel, what helps you when you're feeling really depressed? I live alone, and with the business of the holidays over, my depression has gotten terrible lately. So... 
yeah, I might not be, like, listening to, like, you know, different podcasts and stuff and, like, taking advice from other people, but, like, here's yeah. some things that I like to do to relax and give myself, you know, like, a little bit of care. Yes. So, obviously, like we talked about earlier, getting into a passion or a hobby and just, like, diving in there, whether it's reading, doing art, playing a video game that you love, watching a movie or TV show that you love, like, yeah. any of those things that, like does bring you genuine joy and happiness like just getting lost in that activity yeah. is like the number one thing that i do when i'm feeling like really low but sometimes you don't even have the motivation to do that like yeah and i totally get that and so in that case the number one thing that i do is i call a friend like obviously i talk to chris about everything but like sometimes it helps to get like even another person's perspective that like yeah. isn't so fucking like you're such a big partner in this whole life thing that we're doing here. <laughs> this so, crazy thing we call life. <laughs> yeah. So I like to just call a friend. And I know, like, a lot of people, like, would ex would assume that, like, you know, introverted and anxious, like, I don't like being on the phone. I actually love being on the phone. It's, like, the wildest thing. And I always tell you, it's, like... Because you struggle being on the phone. And honestly... Most people do. Most people do. And so, like, in the professional world, having the ability to speak on the phone... And, like, do it well, as well as, like, giving presentations, speaking in front of people. Like, that is the... the, 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 the that's He's like choked such up because he can't comprehend <laughs> how you can do that. That's such a good skill to have. Like. But I just like being on the phone. Because, like, a lot of my friends live far away. And so just being on the phone with someone and, like, just being able to, like... I have this one friend... And what we do is, like, we'll get on the phone. We talk to each other, like, maybe, like, once a month, you know? Nah, and, once a month. And we, like, live our <laughs> lives. And, like, we text here and there. But, like, on the phone, we'll get on and, like, we'll start with, like, whoever, like, called who first. And yeah. we just talk about, like, what's been going on in our lives. And then, like, the other person's, like, giving each other advice. And then we're, like, all right, so what's been going on in your life? And then they do it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, like, just really therapeutic every, like, once in a while to, like, just... One, I love, you know, of course, she's a friend of mine, so I like to hear, like, what's been going on, but it's just nice, and it's very equal, and it's just, it's important to me to, like, have those phone conversations, especially when you're not seeing these people all the time, and, like, mm -hmm. it might be nice to get some perspective from someone that's not, like, so in the uh, situation. It's always just, like... Always makes me feel better. You know, getting an outside perspective, getting to somebody else's, they could have a different view on a situation, different eyes on it, like maybe have yeah. different advice than what other people have given you. So, and I'm sure, like, helps. for a lot of people, that's like calling a family member. So, like, you know, do that too. Yeah, whatever, whatever you got. You yeah. Know? Okay. So, I have another one here, and it says, if you were in the Harry Potter cinematic universe, TM, what would you and the chunks be? Muggle, squib, wizard, magical creature, etc. Uh, well, let's do the cast first. The Squeezy's a fucking hippogriff. We've yeah, already covered that one. Yeah, you gotta fucking bow to him. You have to have his permission to touch him. It's like, he's just... It's, that is a character written for him, like, yeah, honestly. Yeah, really is. Now, Lila... Lila could either still be a snowy owl... Classics. Or, I'm thinking now that I'm at this point in the books, a pygmy puff. Yeah. She could be a puff. Yeah, she is a puff. She's very puffy. Or, she's a vila. Oh my god. <laughs> Reasoning? Because, like, aren't you just, like, naturally, like, attracted to them and, like, you just, like, yeah. love to be around them and they I make mean, you feel attacks, happy? Or not attacks, it affects men. But, uh -oh. like, yeah. Well, regardless of that stupid, useless gendering, JK, <laughs> um, it could just be, like, because when I see Lila and she's doing something cute, I, like, have to hang out with her. You know what yeah. I mean? And I feel very happy around her. <laughs> so, like, I get that vibe. <laughs> 
Yeah, so I would probably pick Hedwig, though, Snowy Owl, as, like, yeah. the top one. Because Hedwig's got a lot of emotions, you know? Shows a lot she of nips. emotes. Uh, as for us... God, what the fuck? I'm not a squib. Fuck off. No, like, I don't want to be a squib. That's a blame I mean, like, no, not to drag the squibs out there, you know? <laughs> but I don't know what I would be, but I thought that I would be good at potions. Yeah. So I guess I'm a wizard, bitch. It's just, like, a potions... Specialist? Sure. Bench? Maybe I make potions and, like, I have a potion store and you come in yeah, You always and said you wanted to be a perfume chemist, so there Yo, you go. Yo, that's like, true. And also, I'm really good at reading recipes. Like, all these people fucking up in potions class, I'm, like, confused. I'm, like, it yeah. literally tells you right there, swirl it twice counterclockwise. Like, just do it. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm very good at reading a recipe It's like baking it. a cake, you know? Yeah. You gotta <laughs> have those weights. You gotta have those weighted measurements. And I guess I'd say that I'd probably be some, like, nerdy-ass fuck that's, like, doing, like, theory, arithmancy, like... Oh, is that what that one is? No, it's, like, kind of, like, math, but, like... Oh, pfft. Yeah, you know, I'd be some Ew. fucking lame-ass wizard doing that kind of shit. I'm glad that they don't really show Hermione going to that class, because I'm not here for it. I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm here for divination, you know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. <laughs> what would your ultimate date night be? Like, a dream date? Oh, if we could do anything? If we could, like go crazy on like spending whatever we want to do whatever the fuck we wanted to do i'd go to like the craziest aquarium in the world yeah that also had like the history of weather museum (laughs) (laughs) we'd we'd do something like that (laughs) and then you know have a lit dinner yeah and yeah probably buy a couple books yeah get coffee in there we're so lame. Yeah. Like, we well, don't really... Go to Vegas! <laughs> no, I don't know. But how about, like, just, like, now in What we general? would do usually? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Probably just, like, literally go to a local aquarium. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> have a local dinner mm-hmm. that might have, like, a nice view. You know? Mm-hmm. We're all about that. I'm into, like, the dinners and the coffees. And yeah. Stuff. We love food. And any time that we get to eat special food is a special time. Yeah. Obviously, like, we go to movies and stuff like that, too. But I don't really like It's not like really to, a date. Yeah, I don't like to do that as a date because you don't get to fucking hang out with the person. Like, you're just watching a movie together. Honestly, my favorite things that we do, and I don't, I don't know if you would consider them dates, but, like, I do, is whenever we cook together. Yeah. Because I love cooking. Like I love cooking dates. with you. Yeah, they're fun. It's a good time. Except pancakes. Except we for never- pancakes. We can do pancakes. We fight. <laughs> so don't do that. Have you lost weight since starting a vegan lifestyle? I've recently started and I've yet to check my weight, but I feel much healthier and hopefully look healthier as well. Well, I don't weigh myself. I don't yeah, have like a scale or anything. Yeah, we don't weigh ourselves, but... I was telling Chris the other day that I thought my cheekbones looked a little bit more defined. Like my face is like getting a little bit thinner yeah, or something. And I think it literally, it's not so much the vegan food... But, I mean, though, our food is, like, pretty good, except for when we get, like, wayward. Yeah. Whatever. But, like, we were getting takeout so much, and we would get, like, pizza with lots of cheese or calzones or, like, meaty sandwiches and, like, yeah. all these things. And really now, just having the reduced amount of places that we can get takeout from yeah. instead just makes us not want to get that as much. And then we're like, okay, let's Yeah, go. like, literally finding out that lactose was killing me. You know, did a lot of things. It it changed my whole life. So (laughs) now I can't eat half the things that I would eat, and then I would feel shitty afterwards. And I was like, well, whatever. It was tasty. Now I like feel like okay, because like the other day, oh my god, I accidentally fucking had dairy, and I it wasn't like the worst because I didn't have like as much, and it wasn't like ice cream or something. It was like in a cake, and so I was like, okay, like 
I didn't realize there was dairy in it, whatever. And then I was like in the bathroom for several hours. And like, it's just the pain and the nausea that you get from the stomach aches. Oh my God. I had some random person on Twitter, like dragging. They were like, well, I never experienced nausea. So you obviously don't have this. And I was like, listen, what is happening right now? (laughs) Like someone literally got upset that I was nauseous. And I was like, let's take a step back. Let's, you know, realize what we're getting angry about. I think they thought that like, it was because they were like, oh, well, of course you're, you know, sensitive to dairy now that since you've gone vegan, I was like, no, it's literally been there this whole time. We went vegan because I was sensitive to dairy. Like, yeah. that's the point, binge. God just dude. talk to my doctor, like, and shut up. That's just, know. you know, uh, 2017. Stay out of uh, people's health. Like, I, I'm at the point where I'm just, like, so tired. I'm like, I don't need this. Like, <laughs> I can just talk to my primary care and not this person on Twitter. Like, exactly. Um, but anyway, so because of the whole dairy aversion now i can't eat all of these very unhealthy things so i feel like i'm just losing weight because of the lack of takeout options i have yeah but (laughs) you know it's fine it's good to know that like at least our diet isn't making us gain weight because i know a lot of people when they first go vegan they have a lot of like the processed food that is easy to make that's like pre-made and we definitely have those like every once in a while yeah we try really hard though to like just do we cook a lot and like we have leftovers like the meal prep is essential if you're trying to have this be your diet and you know not want to like have the convenience of just getting something like really processed because like the processed food vegan or not is the thing that's gonna fuck you in the ass yeah i mean like one thing that's like really simple that you can do i at least i feel is pasta sauces because obviously vegans are eating a lot of fucking pasta because that's yeah. one thing we can have and, and i don't like, feel guilty eating my wheat pasta with my fucking tomato sauce like you know i don't care yeah but like carbs we, are not scary like we buy <laughs> just cans of tomato sauce and then we add a couple spices to them instead of getting a the bottled, bottled tomato sauce don't don't yeah. talk to me about bottled tomato sauce <laughs> there's so much sugar in it you don't need that it takes yeah. it takes like 15 minutes to in make the a time sauce. that your pasta is boiling you can make up the sauce as and well. it's fine and it's better yeah do it it's, no jarred pasta sauce 2017 if you literally just take a, it's cheaper to get a can and yeah. add fucking Garlic and seasonings, too. Yeah, you put, like, garlic, basil, salt, and pepper into a can of fucking tomato sauce. That's golden. Red chili flake. Yeah. Some mushrooms, if you like them. (laughs) So you can get really crazy with it. Yeah, you can literally add whatever the fuck you want. When does Grey's Anatomy start getting shitty? I just started watching it this week, and I'm already emotionally invested. It's like... Okay, I remember I got really upset after something that happens in season five... But season yeah. six, and I don't remember season six at all, actually, but seven like was good. I feel, yeah, I feel like it's, like, after seven is when the train starts leaving the tracks. Yeah, like, there's some hiccups, but, like, post seven and eight, it's, like, it's starting yeah. to be When you mess. get to the double digits, then you know you're in crap land. Yeah, like. but at that point, you'll be invested in the characters like me, the ones that are left, and <laughs> you'll just keep going, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep watching until it's over, and then I'm going to watch the whole thing in its t- entirety. The show's never going to end, and like it's I just going to keep going. Eventually, like, Grey will... Not be, be on a there. droid. Yeah. It'll turn into like Westworld a little. Oh my bit. god, that'd be so great. <laughs> uh, what's the longest you've ever stayed awake? My record is fifty three hours. I don't know. I feel like it's definitely not been fifty three hours. It's been like forty eight. Yeah, it's I've been something crazy like that. We did a lot of do not recommend this like 
uh, what do we call them? I'm thinking no sleep nights, but what all nighters, all nighters, like <laughs> no sleep, no nights. sleepies, <laughs> no sleepies. We did a lot of all nighters in college. Do not recommend. But that was usually because like we fucked up our sleeping schedule. We're like, we need to get back on track, so we're just not gonna fucking sleep. Terrible idea. Yeah, I'm not here for that. But definitely probably like 48 hours. Yeah, I I wish I knew. Like, I wish I had once again stats. What's the longest I've gone without sleep? How many hours have I sleep total? How many sleps have I had? Yeah. How many? I've been sleeping like shit this past week. This whole week has sucked. Yo, this whole. I've been having like night terrors and shit. Like honestly, Chris woke up randomly with a migraine the other night, and like you were just eating saltines silently. (laughs) No, no, it was. I said, imagine this: me at four o'clock in the morning, groggly with a migraine. Eating a banana in the dark in my underwear. So <laughs> like, you could take medicine? Yeah, so I could take headache medicine. Like, that is a vibe right there. That it was my 2017 so far. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't know what's been going on because I've been, like, fine in other aspects. And, like, the nightmares that I've been having have nothing to do with, like, you know, television and stuff. It's like, just, like, your PTSD being like, hey, fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> a lot of it comes out in my sleep. And I have really vivid memories of all. I, like, ugh, it's so fucking annoying. <laughs> It's like, I like that I can remember my dreams because most people can't. And I'm like, fuck me. you. <laughs> but it can also, it can also play me. It can uh, bite you in the butt. Uh, what are some of your favorite documentaries besides Fed Up? I watched a tiny house doc called Small is Beautiful on Netflix and I thought you might like it too. Sounds like it's probably like a tiny, tiny home, homes type thing. minimalism type thing, which... Food Inc. Classic. Yes, classics. Made me like not want to ever eat takeout fast food again. Um, I would say my favorite is probably still an inconvenient truth because yeah. I liked it because it was literally just like Al Gore on a fucking stage. Like it was like basically like, like a, a TED, TED talk. talk. Yeah, but he had a really interactive like presentation and that was like I feel like when climate change was first really brought to like mainstream media. Yeah. Like, even though it's been going on for fucking forever, but, like, let's not get into he that. He had so much shit for that, too, because nobody believed him. Yeah. He must be, like, so frazzled right now, it, even though people still don't believe. Yeah. <laughs> don't even get us started. Don't, don't get me fucking started. I actually have not seen An Inconvenient Truth. Maybe we should watch it. Oh, my God, Probably yeah. piss me off. It's, like, it's really just, like, since it's just him on a stage and he's got, like, a giant screen behind him, it's just, like, facts, charts, data, Good, I'm shit. here. Like... I watched... One of my last comm classes that I took in college was literally just watching whatever documentaries they had on Netflix and discussing oh them. So, I saw a bunch that I really liked. I wish I could remember all of their titles. I Way, I Way, I really liked. There was another one that was, like... Oh, fuck. It was... Why? Like, Meet the Freedmans or something, and it was, like, uh, okay. just dark. It wasn't, like, necessarily, like, life-changing, but it, I like watching the ones that are almost, like, true crime. Yeah. Would you consider The Jinx to be a documentary? Yeah, I would. Also, the The one about Simpson. the O.J. Simpson trial yeah, was good, that too. that was ESPN, which is, like, what wild. I know, like... I couldn't believe you were watching something from ESPN. <laughs> Uh, also, fuck. It was uh, on I, Netflix, Hot Girls Wanted, about yeah, the porn industry. That, that was, was the one that, um, what's her face? Yeah, yeah, Rashida Jones yeah. made. That was a really eye-opening one as well. I mean, I pretty much, like, knew what was going to be talked about. But, but like, it was yeah. really good. And Blackfish, even though I know that there's, like, some controversy with some of the things being, like, exaggerated, like, that's a good documentary to watch in general. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Tillicum. Whenever Rip. we talk about... <laughs> whenever we talk about documentaries, I think of my sophomore year roommate in college. 
Uh, oh yeah, he was obsessed with watching them like was, really late at night. Yeah, he would come home from his frat at like three a.m. and like watch documentaries on full volume. And there's like one documentary about fracking that I could just never watch now, probably because like it was the one that he watched like a million times. Now that I think about it, like I didn't know what the fuck fracking was when he was watching yeah. that. And that now... also, and he was binging Thirty Rock, and that's why like I had a stigma against that too. Yeah, and the was... office because our roommate in our first apartment. I would just hear the Office theme song go, yeah. and I was just like, I'm not going to watch you now. I'm sorry. Yeah. Even though I know it was kind of funny, and I've seen episodes, and it was pretty I'm good. sure I'd love it, but I just, you know, there's something the there. The U.S. version, not talking about the U.K. version. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> but documentaries, I think they are... Also, fucking Blue Planet is my favorite of all oh, time. Oh, yeah. Like, we're doing Planet Earth, too. I think we might have said that. I yeah, we're know. watching that right now, and it's great. Mm-hmm. Super high-quality video right uh, now. Also, I mean, I know Leo's was kind of like a promo. Like, documentaries now are like a promo for, like, these people's projects. Like, yeah. we watched the Minimalism one, and that was about their fucking... The Hugging Boys. The Hugging Boys <laughs> about their fucking book. And then we had Leo. Leo's, which was, like, for The Revenant. Like yeah. it, was just, it was still good, though. Yeah, yeah. That I was enjoyed it. Probably the best, like, climate change one, or, like, biggest one I've seen since Inconvenient Truth. Yeah. But I know there's a lot more out there, too. And someone asked if we had seen Cowspiracy yet, and we haven't. I mean, I'm sure it's just going to further, like, Yo, I know, like, my... what's... I know, like, the terrible footage and stuff, and I know, like, what's going on in the meat industry. And, and I feel like... good not at all fucking with dairy and meat right yeah. now. Like, I'm feeling So I could watch that, but I also just... I know what the message I'm going to receive from that is. I still want to watch it. Yeah. There's a lot right now that I haven't watched yet that I really want to watch. Yeah, we still want to watch the 13th. We haven't watched that yet. Yeah, yeah I really do want to watch that one. Okay, so the last question for today is from Taylor, who said, if you were both on special episodes of Chopped and you got to pick the other person's basket ingredients, what would you give them? Oh, so like picking it for you because you hate these things. Yeah, or like they'd be hard as fuck. Yeah. And like, I feel like we've done something similar to this, but you know. I'm always here to fucking theorize about Chopped. (laughs) I'm here for Chopped discourse. (laughs) Okay, so... If I were doing mine for you, okay. I'd put olives in there. Fuck you. The Kalamata. Not even pitted. You gotta pit those fuckers Ew. yourself, bitch. God damn it. Why are you doing so, this to me? So, Kalamata olives. Fuck. Um, I would probably put, like, what is the most horrible, difficult fish to dismantle? You know? Oh, yeah. Whatever that is. Like I'm The sh- hardest fish to, like, bone or something. Well, I'm killing the judges then, because, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck it up. It's not good. <laughs> Um, I would say, so that, some in extreme fish, what is it, four or five? Five ingredients. No, Wait. F- no it's four. It's Four ingredients, four in- five. Three rounds. <laughs> I don't know. No, it's four contestants, three courses. We don't know. Who knows? Wow, secrets revealed. We're not even we food are network stands. Trash. Yeah. Okay. okay, so anyway, just pick like three or four. So you got the olives. I would say a can of creamed corn. Because it's fucking horrible. Well, I could handle a corn, you know? And, like, you always have to have one chopped ingredient that's, like, it's not that bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would say, like, fried grasshoppers. Huh. You know, something buggy. (laughs) Buggy. And something that's time-consuming, like, mussels. Like, you gotta fucking get them all open and everything. Or, like, clean them and scrub them. Like, that'd be a pain in the ass. For you, I'm gonna give you a bottle... Of store-bought ranch dressing. You know. Yeah, I know. Uh, 
overcooked chicken. Uh, just chicken. Just chicken. <laughs> just, just chicken in general, because I know... I, I hate it. <laughs> that canned chicken, just raw chicken. Oh, fuck. Uh, something sweet. Like... Like something sickly sweet. Yeah, really. Like Hershey's chocolate. Ew. Yeah. It's not even good Put chocolate. that with, like, ranch dressing, you know? What are you ranch doing? Ranch chocolate chicken. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> um, and then I guess I'll throw in something that I guess you kind of like. Maybe I'll throw... No, not like. Well, it's not just something like, that's not great. Or not hard to handle. Uh, I'll put in, like, a loaf of some type of bread, you know? That's so lame. Well, you know, it could be a difficult I don't like rye work. bread. Okay, let's do a rye bread. I could w- make it work, but I'm yeah. not a f- I'm not here for rye bread. Those little fucking seeds of <laughs> distaste. Okay, so that's pretty fucked up basket size. What say. would you make out of your ingredients? Oh my god. Cuz I would probably make like grilled chicken fucking sandwich with a spicy chocolate sauce. Oh my god, if you do like a <laughs> Chocolate coffee crusted chicken with or like a chocolate spicy like not a rub a Mexican chocolate kind of like yeah I would uh, go for more of like a you know how like a barbecue chicken yeah but like with chocolate as a sweetener somehow uh, and then ranch in there for ranch a... we would whip up with like some like chipotle something oh or other God. to make it more of like a aioli so that was spicy and then all dry. Just on rye. <laughs> Olives of fish. Uh, Sounds great. What else did you give me? Creamed like, corn. Creamed that's corn. a tough one. I would drain the cream. <laughs> yeah, and you'd rinse the corn in like one of those sieves. Yeah. You know? Uh, and so it would just be like a corn. Maybe, I don't know, like you basically thing. make the fish, like bake the fish or pan fry it, pan sear it, and then, like, make some sort of, like, sauce out of, like, the cream like corn. Like a corn salsa. Yeah. Ooh, good one. With, like, chopped olives in there for salt brine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What was the other thing I gave you? I fucking forget it, right? I don't remember. Either way, <laughs> you know, just add that on. <laughs> Either way, I could never be unchopped because you guys hear about how many fucking times I chop off my fingers just in my own kitchen with no time You're limit. You're absolutely so, like... the binge with, like, the surgical glove, like, hanging on by a thread, like, trying to complete your appetizer. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we can't eat this because there was blood in here yeah literally so they uh that's me i would never be able to be on that show i'm the one that's sweating perfume perfume sweat sweat okay. Pop. let's right. get the fuck out of here well thank you guys so much for listening we hope you enjoyed your cup of coffee with us yeah mine's super cold now i am feeling better now so i hope that i'm really not sick and maybe it's just, just allergies like, fuck you. yeah all right see you guys bye Okay, Beanchel Stinches. I'm trying to change it up like every fucking time. Like, yeah, it's just fine. Everything that we say. Uh, you guys are going to be, what is your paint chip color name? The name. Yes. It could also be nail polish color because nail polish has some weird. I used to have this nail polish that was like an orangey red and it was Orange called Push Up Bra. And I thought what? I was like so risky. fucking risky. <laughs> wow. All right, guys. So we're starting it off with Nicole Dowling, who is coal black. Alicia McKee is Keyed Carr. Kimberly Proza is Burnt Sienna. Sammy Jessam is Court Jester. Kayla Harding is Hard Shell Crab. Alicia Schreiner is Shining Sun. Bailey Lane is Bale of Hay. 
Jackie Goldfarb is Golden Sunset. Slow Nolan is slow cooked pork butt. Of course. That is what Guy Fieri's entire house is painted with. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, Sarah Booth is Ghostly Boo. Megan Rackley is Egg Shell. A classic. <laughs> Kate Convery is Conventional Blue. <laughs> Nothing risky about this blue. <laughs> Taylor Collins is Cold Coffee. <laughs> Emma Corbeal is Chicken Cordon Blue. Heather Ann is Heather Gray. We've all seen her. <laughs> Sloan Four is Full Glass of OJ. Angelica Feliz is Green Jello. Sonia Vazbrun is Dolphin Sonar Gray. Amazing. Taylor Hancock is Handsome Olive. Sabrina Hughes is Pickle Brine. Uh, Fiona is Fiona Green. We all <laughs> Somebody <know>. once. <laughs> Stephanie Oliver is Olive Juice. Melanie Weldon is Welder Chrome. Sylvia Ehrlich-McGross is Silver Springs. You and me. Juanita Cara is New Car Smell. The paint. <laughs> like what? Annie Wynn is Winter Ice. Cassandra Lee is Sandy Shoals. That's definitely like a level in Mario Kart or something. Yeah, I'm like, sure it is. <laughs> Emma Nigren is NyQuil Blue. Courtney Hall is Halloween Orange. Becca Jansen is January Frost. Angela Sue is Soothing Blue. Michelle North is Northern Lights. Aaron Bray is Areola. <laughs> Jada Goshi is Jade Green. My Elizabeth is the classic Meyer Lemon. Ishbel Mendez is Bell Pepper. Talia Miller is Millet Brown. Cat Vallejos is Cat Whiskers. Margarita is Margarine Yellow. Avery Labelson is Ladle of Soup. Daisy Blossom Dottie is Blossoming Daisies. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Chloe Archer is Four Leaf Clover. Anthony Hood is Hoodwinked Bamboozled. <laughs> no idea what color that is. Mariah Hanna is Mirage. Liz Hallbrook is Babbling Brook. Jennifer Habgood is Gouda Cheese. But or how to. That really changed my world. That's the one thing I took away from working at Cheese World. But it's fucked ironic. up. Because Gouda, and like, that's so Gouda. Like, people say that as like a pun, and it's not even right. Yeah. Madison Greer is Greenfields. Madison Wolf is Wolfsbane. Megan McNally is Spiced Eggnog. Skylar Medley is Crystal Blue Skies. These could also be like candles. Yeah, right? Megan Preyas is Thoughts and Prayers Peach. <laughs> like, what? Corey Springfield is Apple Core. Ilka is Illuminati Red. Jax is Fresh Jackfruit. Nicole Allen is Cold Winter Breeze. Courtney White is Crest White Strip. <laughs> Bridget Carey Davis is Care Bear Stare. <laughs> Jennifer Cornwell is Shucked Corn. Sophia Cock is Sofa Crumbs. Ash Roselle is Dried Rose. Jackie Burkhart is Burnt Cheese. That Fonseca is Fondue Orange. We love the cheese today. <laughs> Jackie Brigiulio is Glittering Jewels. Christina Contreras is crystallized ginger. Catherine Simpson is simply orange. Marlene Naj is lean meats. Oh my god. Ian Murphy is murky puddle. Fitting. Rebecca O'Donnell is buck brown. Kendall Berg is iceberg lettuce. Allie McGregor is aluminum. <laughs> okay. Megan Grilly is grilled tilapia. Chloe Ireland is Irish potato. Taco Roach is taco bell meat. Questionable. <laughs> Talk or... Haley Cadwalder is caught in December. <laughs> what the fuck? Chameleon Malky is chameleon? You don't know what color that is, bitch. It's changing. Maddie Pullman is polar ice caps. Amanda Marie is praying mantis. Allison Francoy is koi pond. Caitlin Whalen is whale watch blue. Cody Robinson is robin's egg blue. Lauren Chavon is shivering frost. Dana Daly is flaky Danish. My skin. Megan Wilson is willow tree. Claire Wood is Wooden Swings. Kelly Adams is Additional Raspberries. 
Anna Hernandez is Anton Alog. Jenna Gornier is Gords and Fall. Sarah is Stairmaster. Oh my god. Vlyn and Drew are Violin Strings. Bridget Dubin is Mac Dupes. <laughs> oh my god. Hillary Gay is Microsoft XP Hills Background. We all know what we're talking about. Mackenzie Knight is Night Bus Purple. And Rachel Evans is Evian Mist. Perfect. And now the other bean sponges are the people at Home Depot picking out their paint chips. And getting that swirly stick that yes. you dip in and, and you're then, like, you have an extra one and you don't know what to use it. There's DIYs on Pinterest. Yes, and you're also watching the paint be mixed with like the little drips of color being added. You know, it's fantastic. It's great. We got Ashley Riefenberger. Johanna Jensen. Rebecca Edmondson. Mallory. Allie Malone. Kathleen Wynn. And Rose Barnett. So thanks, guys. We hope you enjoyed painting your new room. Yeah, I expect to see everybody. Those crisp lines, get that blue tape out, you know? Oh my know? god, the blue tape. It's Fuck. got like a nice mouthfeel now. It's oh got like, god, when stop. you peel it and it makes that like, that's an ASMR I'd be into. Oh my god, painting ASMR. And I'm like sure removing that fucking strip. After the videos we found on New Year's Eve, I think that there's just about anything that you can find on YouTube if you really want to. That's the slogan that should be on YouTube. Did we have anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you guys next Sunday. Bye. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.